0: Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. All You Need to Know, welcome back. My name is Quinn Eaton.
1: I am DJ Pig. And
0: right there, you might, if you're a long-time listener, if you're a first-time listener, then you're like, oh, that's their intro music. If you're yeah. a long-time listener, you're like, oh, they changed it again. We often change it. Is it good that we do that? Probably not, right? Because it makes us not as easy to recognize. But regardless, we changed it. And we've got Curtis on us, or he's, he's with us remotely. So, Curtis, can you go ahead and play that again, just a little bit of that? He flipped me off, so he can't do that. God. but oh, Curtis! I, I don't hate know Curtis. why we I really why do. Did we even bring him. Why did we bring him back with remote technology if he's just gonna flip us off whenever we ask him to do something? You know what? That's besides the point because we're not talking about this that today. We've got Trust a very me, we've got a very good topic. DJ, are you excited about this? I'm pumped. It's one that I think has been on our list for uh, quite some time. Um, we've done an episode, or maybe a segment of an episode like this, where I think we did like simple, simple pleasures, or uh, where, where we just talked about simple yeah. things that are pleasing. But like, this is these are guilty pleasures. And oops, I just I just said the name of the episode, but I just felt like it was right to go ahead and put it out there.
1: Yeah. Do you feel guilty about it? Was that a guilty not, pleasure? Not or at it? all.
0: You know, not at all. I actually uh, feel pretty good about it. So woo. we've got our own little guilty pleasure in the very first part of the episode, just saying the name of the episode, which we usually do not do but we've got some things to talk about before we get to the topic and i'm sure people are rolling their eyes and sighing and possibly just turning off the podcast right now because they hate that we take so long to get into the topic but bear with us for just one second please because we've got some things to talk about first off okay i don't know if anyone has noticed but our social media platforms have been absolutely exhilarating with all you need to know articles now if you're not familiar yep. with that type in the all you need to know.com and that's going to take you to our website dj are you doing that right now are you typing in the all you need to know.com
1: uh, actually, I was headed to a different website, but... Okay, uh, and I'm yeah. not going
0: to ask which website, because I can only imagine which website you were heading to, and I hope that you don't do that while we're doing the podcast together. But the allyouneedtoknow.com puts together all of our podcast. it puts together all of our articles, we have a very strong team of writers that are writing about news, sports, random thoughts, we've got an advice column, so if you ever need advice on anything, you can write in, and, and Isaac Bayer, our advice column, uh, I guess you could say manager will write you back and it's very exciting and it's very it's just very well put together i don't know who put that website together but it is brilliant okay um so we've got all of our podcasts we've got links to our merchandise so if you want to get an all you need to know t-shirt and then we've got links to our youtube channel how many videos do we have on our youtube channel dj one we have one but we're working on it okay please yeah. just just wait uh we're, we're working on that possibly getting some Videos out very soon, but it's 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 really it's a really nice website. Uh, if you want to kill some time, you can get on there and read about some stuff that'll make you laugh. Uh, if you need a break from the regular news cycle, right. but DJ, now that we've got that out of the way, the plug for the allyouneedtoknow.com. We've I just explained how the website worked, but can you explain how the podcast works to the listeners?
1: Oh, for sure. sit so, well, here what we like to do is we like to act like the big the big sibling. While we're here, all right? Okay. And say, uh, I don't know how many of our listeners are gamers, but say that um, you, you're playing some Xbox or you're playing some PlayStation. So you're playing a, uh, playing a game of 2K or Madden, all right? And you play three quarters of that game and absolutely demolish what you got to do because that's what we right. do. And yes. then. So now that you got a big lead, you can hand that controller off to little bro or little sis, like Ah. we hand the podcast off, and you let them finish it out.
0: That's really good, DJ. Probably one of your best metaphors, because I think that makes a lot of sense. Now, is the demographic over 30 to 40 years old going to get that? Um. Not. Um, I don't know. That's that's tough to say, and I guess we'll find out because the emails yeah. will come in and they'll say, "Hey, uh, what the hell were you guys talking about there? I didn't understand that." Right. Uh, so we'll get those emails and we'll we'll filter through them and we'll get back to them. But I think that was a really well done metaphor for the podcast. You're right. We do. It. We do a lot. All right. For the conversation, we take it very a, a very far ways and then the people that are listening to it are audience members our, mm-hmm. our study groups which are uh, what, I, from what I've heard doing zoom meetings at the mm-hmm. moment which is brilliant I, I, just, I just love the idea of our study groups they used to get together in person and now they're getting together right. in a zoom class so it's really good
1: social distancing
0: that's right that's yep. right. So, um, yeah. So everybody gets together and they finish out that last five percent because here at All You Need to Know, we talk about the ninety-five percent to get everyone started, and then our audience takes it from there. Mm. And talking about taking it from there, I think now is the perfect time to take it from the intro of the podcast to the meat of the topic. What do you say, DJ? Yeah. yeah. We're both excited. This is episode one hundred and twenty-five. Today's topic: guilty pleasures. Now DJ, we have the definition right in front of us. Mm-hmm. But go ahead and give sort of just off the top of your head a definition. So don't yeah. read the actual definition that we have, but try to kind of explain to people what a guilty pleasure is if they're if they're kind of concerned or worried or confused.
1: Right. Um, you know, a a guilty pleasure is uh something um such as a, a movie or television program or uh maybe a piece of music. Um, that somebody enjoys, uh, despite the feeling that it's not generally held in high regar- regard. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. So that's a very good definition. That's actually the definition that we have in front of us. Oh, sorry. So you sorry, just was- you just read you just read it. Uh, but no, totally that's off the top of my head. That was totally off the top of your head because that yeah. was almost verbatim to the Did, definition that we had. Didn't
1: even have the list of notes up.
0: Yeah, and I know that you don't usually read through the notes anyway, so I believe you. I think you yeah. probably just came up with that and it matched our definition. You're exactly sure. right. It's something like a movie, like a TV show, or music, or maybe an activity that mm-hmm. someone enjoys despite feeling that it is not generally held in high regard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone, I think, has something that they enjoy, that everyone else hates, okay? Now, you know, like maybe maybe I hold something close to my heart and it's something that you despise. Right. Or maybe uh, vice versa, things like that. So it's really interesting to think about that because one person's guilty pleasure is not someone else's. I feel like it's very unique to the individual person, and I think that's that's actually really cool. Now, yeah we thought yeah all right given the definition is great but the best way to do it like i just said everyone has their own guilty pleasures we can't contact everyone and tell right. them hey please you know let us know your guilty pleasures we could have sent out an email possibly but mm-hmm. we didn't what we're going to do is we're going to simplify it and dj and i have our own guilty pleasures that we thought you know the audience would enjoy to know absolutely we, we want to let you in and let you into our lives that's what we do every single week DJ and I have a conversation, and, it, you know, DJ and I, the funny part about it is we have multiple conversations during the week, and we could could record every single one of them and post them as a podcast, but we don't. We only do it one time a week. Yep. Uh, So our guilty pleasures are not going to be the same as yours. Please do not get upset uh, if you disagree with one of our guilty pleasures, because, again, it is uniquely individual to each person. So I will go ahead and start. And I think that this one is going to be one that some people will be like, yeah, you know what, I, I, I agree that that's a guilty pleasure. But some people might say, hey, that's not a guilty pleasure because everybody loves it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll go ahead and say all right? Go for it. An ice cold ginger ale. There you go. Do you like ginger ale?
1: I, I've got
0: ginger ale in my fridge right now. Okay, so maybe it's not much of a guilty pleasure, but I will go ahead and drop a little fact on you if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Ginger ale is believed to be first invented in 1851 in Ireland, okay? But the modern style ginger ale came about many years later in 1907 when Canadian John McLaughlin invented it and eventually it became Canada dry. Now you now you know why. Now you know why it's called Canada dry.
1: Interesting. Uh,
0: And originally, the ginger ale was available in two versions, golden and dry. Okay, so now I think most ginger ales are going to be in the dry version, which that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It seems pretty wet whenever it comes out of the can or Mm. of the bottle. Damn straight. Yeah. um, Golden, I think you could go ahead and consider that all ginger ale is golden because it's so damn good. It's so refreshing, too. Now, you were a little bit upset because we were talking before the episode started and I didn't really refer to my guilty pleasure as ginger ale. Mm-hmm. I referred to it as gingy ale.
1: Right. Confused. Why is that a
0: Why does that upset you? I don't understand.
1: Well, it's like a it's like a pet nickname for an inanimate object and I don't get it. It's like naming your trash can. That's that's I'm a, I'm gonna toss this in trashy real quick. Trashy. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing is Whenever you care about something, whenever you, uh, whenever something means something to you, it means a, a great deal to you. You usually give it a nickname, right? And so I just took off the R, and or I guess the E and the R, whichever one you want to say. Mm-hmm. I heard something in the background there. I was, what is going on back there? Is there is, that's, is everything okay? That's,
1: sorry. That's that's my girlfriend back there. Hey, can you can you just shut the f- up just for She's a second? Whining. Okay, all right. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: DJ. Be be calm. Be calm. Well, um, I mean.
1: Geez, anyways, anyways, I'm I to do I, this. I
0: changed it from ginger to gingy. Now th- another conversation, another controversy comes mm-hmm. from this. Is it i e or y to make it gingy? Now I like to spell it g i n g i e. I think that that makes that makes more sense, right? Mm-hmm. But would you what would you say? Would you, if you were going to call something a gingy ale, would you spell it with a y or an i e?
1: I think it's gotta be the IE because I think if you put if you if you have the Y there instead of the IE, I think it's jingy ale.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh I think it looks it looks better, IE. So mm-hmm. um yeah, so I call it gingy ale. And of course everything is okay in moderation as people say. Right. I usually try to limit myself to one gingy ale per day or mm-hmm. one gingy ale uh, every two days. Uh, and, and I think that that's going to be fine. You know, there, Sure, there's just some sugar in the ginger ale, but there's also some bit. ginger. And it feels like it's good for me whenever I drink it. Right. I, I don't know. That's just oh, how it feels.
1: It, it, a nice ginger ale can be quite refreshing.
0: Oh. It nothing beats an ice-cold, refreshing ginger ale. Especially, imagine this. Let me paint a picture for you, okay? Mm-hmm. You just ran in a marathon, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's three bottles in front of you. There's a water, mm-hmm. okay? There's a Gatorade, mm-hmm. and there's a ginger ale. Which mm-hmm. one are you going to pick?
1: Probably the water.
0: Probably the ginger ale, right? So you Im- immediately grab for that ginger ale because you're hot and you're sweating and you need electrolytes. You need mm-hmm. to be replenished. And so, of course, you're going to grab that ginger ale, especially if maybe while you were running that marathon, your stomach got a little upset. Mm-hmm. You're hoping that that ginger ale is both going to quench your thor- thirst, excuse me, and also get rid of that stomachache. So, no, I don't you, know. had it,
1: you had it right the first time, because after running a marathon, it would not be thirst, it would be Thorst, which is the Thor version of thirst.
0: Ah, so the God version of thirst is yes. Thorst. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, and that, See, that's what I love about the, the, this podcast, especially talking to you, is because I learn so much, it seems Absolutely. like, from every single conversation. Hey, it's all you need to know, baby. That's exactly right. And so that is my guilty pleasure, my first guilty pleasure, because we right. each have three um, to, to talk about. But, DJ, I'm interested in your guilty pleasures. What's one of your guilty pleasures that you would like to talk about?
1: Um, you know, and, and with the girlfriend in the background, this is a hard one to, to admit out loud, but uh, uh, one of mine is selective hearing. And uh, they, ah. they say that you develop selective hearing over time, but, uh, you know, for me, it just kind of clicked. It was like, you know what? I've got i can it. I can tune some of this shit out.
0: So you're saying possibly, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm making my own infer- inference on this. Yeah. You're saying you're the Michael Jordan of selective hearing.
1: Uh, yes. Yes, I'm the Michael Jordan of selective hearing and the Scotty Pippen. And sometimes oh, wow. the
0: Dennis Rodman. And sometimes the Dennis Rodman, all three. So uh, and I guess because I was confused for a second, I, you know, I feel like a lot of people uh, have selective hearing in their life and they probably practice it whether they know it or not. And it's supposed to be something that is not generally held in high regard. And I was like, well, I, I think a lot of people probably like selective hearing. But then I thought the person that is talking to the other person that is using selective hearing probably doesn't like it. And so that's how it's a guilty pleasure, right?
1: What? No, I'm sorry. I totally took oh, you Oh, right you
0: weren't talking to me. So let me let me just kind of sum it up real quick. Um, and maybe that was an example of your selective hearing, DJ. Yeah. But what I what I asked was, the guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure because you enjoy doing it, but the person that you're doing it to does not enjoy. That it.
1: that's correct. Uh, and you know you can call it a guilty pleasure. A lot of times I don't feel so guilty about it. I just take great pleasure. Uh, But then sometimes, you know, I miss out on hearing some stuff that uh, maybe I should have heard, and uh, in which case, in which case, I uh, do feel a little bit bad about it.
0: A little bit guilty, perhaps. A a
1: little bit guilty. Yeah.
0: So. But I just I kind of need uh, an example. I guess that what just happened a little bit ago makes sense. Like I was talking to you and you mm-hmm. just zoned out. You were somewhere else. Is that what mm-hmm. usually happens? Uh, yeah. If you practice selective hearing.
1: Yeah. Or there there was another time. Uh, and and like I said, this it, I developed very quickly and at a very young age. Um, I specifically remember there was a time when I was, I was probably about eight years old, and. My mother uh, actually came into my room and was just screaming at me. And wow. uh, you know what? She came in the next morning and Your started mom's screaming at. Very nice, at me. by the way. Your oh, mom. she's a, a, yeah, nice lovely woman, lovely yes. woman, love her, love her to death. But uh, no, she came in the next morning and was screaming at me, and I didn't understand why. Mm. And. Apparently, it was because I completely tuned out everything that she had said the night before and didn't do whatever it was that she was asking. I
0: see. I see. So that first yelling session that you had to go through actually created the second yelling session because you practiced selective hearing.
1: Yeah, I didn't hear none of that.
0: And, yeah, thank you for describing it a little bit more in depth there. Uh, I I understand what you're saying, um, and selective hearing... I, I don't feel like it's necess- like you don't necessarily know that you're doing it at the mm-hmm. time. I feel like with a guilty pleasure, most of the time you would be like ooh, and you're you know you're twiddling your fingers, are like I'm about to you know have my guilty yeah. pleasure. But selective hearing is more. It, it sounds like instinctual or uh, hereditary, and so it's something that's involuntary. And I'm just saying a lot of big words right now, but I well, think you understand what I'm saying.
1: I think I, I I definitely learned at an early age from my father. Ah. So uh, I he, I would see him do it to my mother, and then I select selective hearing, of course. Selective and, hearing that is. Yes, and, and then I would also choose to selectively hear what my mother was saying. So, so do you
0: think, uh, you know, uh, you're painting the picture here? Men are more guilty of selective hearing than women. Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, in most cases that I have seen, that that would be the case. That's correct. Interesting.
0: So you know, we, we do have a, a lot of funding here. All you need to know. So we'll probably put some uh, money towards uh, you know our research department to try to figure that out because Got that to definitely find a needs. Cure. We definitely need to find a cure for selective hearing. Not to where, like, you have to listen to everything, but to where you can still zone out, but then not forget about what they're telling you. I think that would be the the best way to do it. That would be the best superpower that you could have, most likely. Yeah, better than Um, x-ray vision, for sure. Better than x-ray vision. We're flying, I would say. Well, flying would probably be a little bit higher than that.
1: Well, yeah, selective hearing, but being being able to retain what is being said to you uh, would be second on my superpower list. Yeah, because
0: not even Clark Kent could do that, you know? No. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sure he's zoned out all the time whenever people are asking him for help yeah. and all that jazz, but you got it. Is that all for your selective hearing guilty pleasure? Is there anything else that you, that you feel like you left out on the table?
1: Um, you know, there I, are feel about like it. Covered I was it. I was talking to myself about it earlier, but uh, you know, I didn't I didn't get all of it. I wasn't really listening. Right,
0: right. I understand. So, let's move on, right, to my second guilty pleasure, one mm-hmm. that hopefully people can relate to. Uh, but we'll see, right? I guess, like like I said earlier, we'll let the emails roll in and let us know. My second guilty pleasure, and this mm-hmm. is one that uh, really brings about a large amount of guilt.
1: Mm.
0: Taking more than one donut at the church cafe. Ooh. Now, tell me if you can relate to this. Uh, your church sets up some sort of uh, little you know snack table maybe serves coffee maybe Mm -hmm. has water bottles Uh, most of the time they'll just pick up some donuts it's fast it's quick you know and they're gonna give them to their congregation right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: most of the time these donuts are even cut in halves okay
1: yeah
0: so that's that's the problem is i think right there they're like why don't you just take half of this donut but i like to take more than one whole donut i'll probably and i and i go ahead and say it you know I'll put my hand on the Bible because it happened in church. I took 3 donuts one time. My goodness. And you know, call me what you want, but I think that that's not necessarily a bad thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like like I said it's understood that I think you're just supposed to take one or maybe even just half of a donut because that's sometimes they cut it. Yeah. And in all honesty, in all honesty it's stealing in the Lord's house, right? Or at least it feels like it.
1: Well, it may feel like it, but I mean they're putting they're putting them out to take. There's not a sign that says please only take one donut. Please only take the, a half the, a donut. Right? Yeah, and nothing is sitting there saying. And it's not like they try to make you feel guilty about it, right? I mean, there's no sign that says the Lord is watching you or anything like that, right?
0: Well, y- you say that, but there is a large Jesus statue. Uh, where the donuts are sitting so, underneath. So that is so it's almost. So it's almost like you're like, hey, hey Jesus, uh, I'm just going to take one of these. you mind? I'm yeah. going to take two of them. The thing is, and what we all have to remember, all sins are forgiven, right? So mm. if I take more donuts than I'm supposed to, I'm hopefully going to be forgiven for that. Uh, so I, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. But here's another thing, DJ, that I'll let you in on. Mm? You know, I kind of like doing it, you know? Right. That's
1: part of a guilty pleasure right there. Right,
0: so like, people are like, oh, you shouldn't take more than one donut. Each person gets one donut. Everyone has the right to one donut, and if there's more left over afterwards, you can take them. I don't want a stale donut. I want these hot, fresh donuts that are right in front of me. I'm Mm -hmm. here in the line. I waited behind Karen for for 20 minutes, and she talked to me about her son was doing so good in Little League. I didn't care about that. I had to go through that pain to get Mm -hmm. my donuts.
1: So you uh, you feel like you're owed that second donut.
0: I feel like I'm owed that second donut because I have to put up with, you know, a Karen in the line, or right. uh, maybe it's maybe it's a little hot in the church. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and, and you're sure. like, golly, you know, I uh, it's I'm sweating my my ass off in here. I'm just gonna grab a second donut. I'm sure that'll help.
1: Right. That, that's how I feel. No, and, and absolutely, and I, I I get what you're saying, and I do feel like uh, maybe you deserve that extra half for that extra donut so i don't i don't think it's and you know what here's my opinion most of the time they don't run out of donuts they have some left over and if you don't eat it then then it's probably going to go to waste so it's probably going to get chucked in the garbage that's exactly right so i'm doing everyone a favor Mm
0: -hmm. i'm doing i'm doing the lord's work by eating that second donut and so that's what people don't understand but that's my second guilty pleasure uh and, and it's just you know, it's one of those that I really enjoy. Like, not even, I. one person could probably just say that their guilty pleasure is eating a donut, right? Mm-hmm. But mine isn't just that. It's specifically grabbing more than I'm supposed to in a public place where they're offered for free.
1: Understandable. I, I, I get it. I get what's DJ,
0: saying. what's what's your second guilty pleasure? Because I know you, you're probably excited to talk about this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, something else that uh, I, I uh, maybe don't feel good about, uh, but I do like it. Um, is I, I like to overindulge in memes. Mm. So... Can
0: you describe what a meme is in case someone doesn't understand?
1: Well, a, a meme is uh, normally a joke that is made about some sort of pop culture uh, reference of some sort. And uh, a lot of times it's with a picture and a caption or sometimes it's just like a, a gif and a caption. Uh, so... It really, it just comes down to jokes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it's
0: a funny, quick joke,
1: right? Yeah, like a little one-liner.
0: One that, uh, one of my favorites. I just saw it recently. Uh, it says, uh, "Me making out with my girlfriend on the couch," and she yeah. says, "You want to take this to the bedroom?" And I say, "Yeah, sounds great. I'll grab this end. You grab the other." And then they pick the couch up. Right. Now that's not what you. That's not where you thought it was going. And that's a that's an example of a meme. Right. Now, me reading a picture through a podcast, not great. Not great Probably podcasting. not nearly as funny. But, you know, you get the idea. Hopefully that kind of cleared it up for the audience, but I'm not really sure it did. But right. you, you're you not even saying memes are your guilty pleasure. You're saying overindulging yourself in these memes right. are your guilty pleasure. So that means you get lost in these memes.
1: I get lost deeply in the memes. I, I can look and watch memes for many, many hours. Uh, one of the parts of the guilty pleasure that goes into it, is I like to find many memes at one time and then throw them all at my friends all at the same time. Like, here, this made me laugh, so you read this now, and you look at this.
0: And sometimes they land, right, with your friends, but sometimes they're just ignored. And that hurts, doesn't it? Does that hurt?
1: I I get cricket responses far more than I get any response.
0: Yes, and I think that's how most group messages go. That's how most you know mm-hmm. you can send i think a lot of people send memes through social media so they send them through their instagram or twitter profile they might have a group where they send memes um i don't necessarily know cuz i don't necessarily remember from my childhood the word meme i think it was brought about sometime in uh you know the past 5 to 10 years yeah but,
1: sometime after around 2010 is when they started popping up i believe
0: I think memes started really like really specific. They were like, oh, this is a picture and it's got a caption. This is what a meme is. And now it's more it covers more of a broad area and it's like, right. oh, this is a picture of a of a chipmunk yeah. uh, that says like give me these nuts or something like that. And now that's yeah. a meme. Now that's Pre- considered precise. a meme. Yeah. yeah. Um, so are there any specific memes that you enjoy?
1: Uh, uh I I usually enjoy the memes of uh, there's plenty that I like of ones at the doctor's office. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of times to say, and it's a picture of an older guy, and he's like, man, oh, it really hurts. When, and my shoulder really hurts when I touch it there. And the doctor says, well, don't touch him there. Yeah, don't, don't touch t- it there. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't touch I, it yeah. there. And, and I, I, then he says, like, that'll be $20,000. That'll be $20,000.
0: That and that's relatable. That's funny. And it's quick. Yeah. So I think that's what... Really uh, brings a meme to the table. I think is, is, are those three things. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, I really can relate to that one. I, I, th- I think that part of the guilty pleasure in it is that sometimes you take too long uh, looking at these memes, mm. or maybe they're yeah. inappropriate. Maybe the memes inappropriate. That's why it's a guilty pleasure. I, I, I don't know. But, but regardless, it is a guilty memes. It's a guilty pleasure. So. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing that because we're really what we're mm-hmm. doing is we're being open. We're letting people right. know about uh, you know these could be secretive and now we're letting them out.
1: Hey, I'm laying down on the leather couch here. Oh, that's up.
0: exactly right. That's exactly right. My next guilty pleasure is a film series that I feel like is one of the most underrated film series of all time. Do you want really? to take a couple of guesses before because I didn't tell you, I didn't tell you which film series? Uh, but I I think that this might surprise you. My favorite Um, film series of all time.
1: You want me to guess?
0: Yeah, just guess a couple. See if you can get it. Because I don't feel Uh, like you will.
1: Beverly Hills Cop. No. Um. Daddy's Home.
0: No. Okay. Just stop. All right. So those were two terrible guesses.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, I I said film series, and both of those have what? Two. Yeah. To, To each one. Yeah. So, um, and I thought you were gonna say Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Which is my, you know, not we're not counting keeping keeping score at home, but that's my right. second favorite film series. This is my first favorite film series, yeah. and it's Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Ah, Caribbean. So it's Caribbean? actually
0: it's actually Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. I, I made sure to look <laughs> it up how to pronounce it before, um, and it, usually that's Apple's, you know, or Tomato Tomato, right? Yeah. You're like ah, yeah, oh, yeah. you can say it either way, but I think it's Car- Caribbean, but it sounds good either way. So that's the yeah. great that's the great news about it.
1: Apple um, people, A eh? whatever
0: yeah exactly pirates of the caribbean okay a lot of people don't know five of these films all right in the Mm -hmm. past 20 years five Mm -hmm. have come out in 2003 pirates of the caribbean the curse of the black pearl in 2006 pirates of the caribbean dead man's chest in Mm -hmm. 2007 so they went bam bam with these two pirates of the caribbean at world's end Then they took a little break. Four years later, 2011, Pirates of the Caribbean, On Stranger Tides. The worst one of of all of them. And Uh then in 2017, they took a six-year break. They came back. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Possibly the best title of all of those film series, right? Mm. What, What is your favorite? So out of those five that I just read, what title do you like the most? Because, of course, every title includes Pirates of the Caribbean. But it's that second part that I'm asking about.
1: Um... I I really like I re, I really like the second movie. Uh, Dead, Dead Man's Chest. Yeah, Dead Man's Chest. I really liked that. I don't I don't I didn't I didn't I didn't get it because it's not what I expected when I went in to see the movie that said Dead Man's Chest. I was expecting something totally different, but it is what it is.
0: Okay. Um. But I won't ask you about that. That's that's a little confusing to me. I'm sure I'm confused. I'm as confused right now as you were. I guess watching the movie. Absolutely. Uh, initially, but. Be honest, I I feel like they went Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, which is fantastic, absolutely phenomenal. I'm Mm. telling you, some of the cinematography in that Mm. movie, uh, if if I need to remind you, uh, towards the end of the movie, or I guess in in the third quarter of it, uh, all of the pirates are walking on the ocean floor. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, how are they doing that? How are they... Are, don't they need to breathe? They mm-hmm. walk into the moonlight, and they turn, they turn into skeletons. And you're like, holy smokes. Ooh. What am I watching right now? Because this is the best thing I've ever seen. Then yeah. later, I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you're a big Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Captain Barbosa, if you remember, gets stabbed. Okay. He gets stabbed, and he stumbles back into the moonlight. And he's like, I'm a skeleton. You can't kill me. So then he stabs johnny depp or captain jack sparrow and you say holy smokes because jack jack sparrow he's not part of this evil uh you know cursed black pearl crew you're like holy smokes he just died in the first in the first movie then jack sparrow stumbles back into the moonlight he's a skeleton too i'm telling you that was some of the biggest twists that we've ever seen in cinematography but that's besides the point okay i was just kind of kind of riffing on that because what i wanted to say is it seems like they made the first one curse of the black pearl and -hmm. then they made the third one at world's Mm -hmm. end which is just oh another another have you seen that one where there's the the big cyclone or 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 some sort of uh whirlpool in the middle of the ocean and the three ships are firing at each other as they go into it oh my gosh Mm -hmm. but it's it seems like they made the first one they made the third one they were like ah, shoot, we kind of left out something here. So then they went back and made the second one. That's what it feels like, even though they didn't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dead Man's Chest, sure, it's a great title, but it seemed like a connector more yeah. than a story. That's what that I'll was, go ahead and say.
1: Dead Man's Chest was the only one I saw. So that's oh, I okay. think that's where I got confused.
0: So you've just been agreeing with me, as I've said. Do you remember that? Huh? Yeah? And you're like, yeah, and yeah. you didn't see it. That's okay. No, I didn't see any of them. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides? Mm-hmm. Money grab. That's a straight money grab. But, really? and it's the worst one. Absolutely terrible. Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales. Best title, possibly. And mm-hmm. very, I mean, a lot of people went in like, ah, oh, this is going to be terrible. Very good. Very well done. Very, very, very well executed Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales. Some people think there are too many Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I don't. Uh, maybe one too many. They could have gotten rid of on Stranger Tides. It wasn't very good. <laughs> um,. And Johnny Depp, I mean, talking about, you know, sometimes actors or actresses are really just born for a role. I feel like Captain Jack Sparrow was Johnny Depp's perfect role. And he probably won't ever, uh, you know, fit into that mold as perfectly as he did with with Captain Jack Sparrow.
1: Here's how I feel about that situation. Okay. God forbid something happened to Tom Hanks. Oh. At least we have Johnny Depp.
0: Sure, sure. Johnny Depp
1: Oh, he fits everything. When you can play Captain Jack Sparrow, and uh, the fella, the young fella that he played in the movie Blow, where he's a cocaine dealer,
0: missed that one. I guess didn't see oh, that one.
1: Yeah, you you definitely need need to go see Blow because okay, not he's not Jack Sparrow.
0: Okay, all right. Well, maybe I will. You know, maybe just I respect you enough to consider it. I'll go mm. ahead and say that. Uh, but Pirates of the Caribbean, that's my guilty pleasure. If it's on TV, I'll sit down and watch it. Mm. Phenomenal cast, phenomenal acting, phenomenal mm-hmm. score, too. Mm. Ba-da-dun, ba dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun,
1: buta. ba da yeah.
0: yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody, no, if I you don't, hear it, and you're know. like, oh, you don't know it. Yeah, you didn't see him. So what's your last guilty pleasure, DJ? Because that's what I'm interested in, and this needs to wrap it up here.
1: Right, no, my last one is for sure my guiltiest pleasure. Uh, love it, but definitely don't mention it to a lot of people or act on that around a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, my last guilty pleasure is listening to Sean Mendez music. Wow. And, which is I would say kind of like a kind of like not really, but kind of like a modern day Justin Bieber, which is mm-hmm. not too cool. It's not it's probably not real cool for, you know, a 22-year-old dude to be kicking it to Sean Mendez music. But dude's got soul. Dude's a great songwriter. His songs kill it with the ladies. He's and good looking. He's, yeah. I mean, he's good he's looking. Handsome. He's got, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's a handsome guy. He's we can say that.
0: Guy. We're guys, but we can admit that. Let's normalize that. Yeah. Guys can admit that other guys are good looking or handsome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I wish I could do and look the way that Sean Mendez does.
0: What's your favorite Sean Mendez song?
1: Uh, I like the song Why by Sean okay. Mendez. So that's, uh,
0: that's probably more of a back road, Shawn Mendes song. A lot of people might not know that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that one. I think it's on his, on the latest album uh, that okay. he got. I like uh, Lost in Japan by Shawn Mendez. I've
0: heard that one. Yes,
1: that that one's that one's uh, a killer. Senorita.
0: Yeah, that I was gonna say either Senorita or uh, Treat You Better would probably be his his most well known. Treat well-known. You Better
1: is probably one of the more well known. It's not one of my favorites. I'm I'm no. losing uh the name of the song one of the songs that I like best right now. I'll have to I'll let you talk and I'll think of it Stitches? and then I'll probably just shout it out. What? Stitches? No.
0: Mercy? No. Imagination? No. Okay. So I'm gonna stop guessing because I don't know either. I'm not a huge Sean Mendes fan. All I do know is that he's good friends with John Mayer and I love John Mayer. He John Mayer could have been one of my guilty pleasures, but I'm saving John Mayer for our John Mayer episode because oh. I've got a lot to talk about John Mayer. Which um, is people, coming
1: inevitable. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, it's one of it's one of the most well known things about All You Need to Know and my If I can't 20.
1: have you. If I can't have you, that's ah, the name so of the So that's song. the song that you were thinking yeah. of. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, but yes, I know he's good friends with John Mayer. John Mayer has supported Sean Mendez. Mm. Um, and I think you wanna know why? Because this is this is my theory. Yeah. Uh, John Mayer, you know, is kind of reminded of himself in Sean Mendez coming up. You know, well, being you a go. little bit of a heartthrob, and he's putting out all these pop songs. What if Sean Mendez kind of dives into some deeper roots as John Mayer did in his career? I... Then, I, then I might kind of come on over to the Sean Mendez train and, and hop on.
1: Hop on board, my friend. All aboard the Sean Mendez train. Choo-choo!
0: Yes. Okay. Choo choo uh, to the Sean Mendez train. I, like Ooh. I said, I'll, maybe if things change a little bit. I will. But for right now, I'm okay. That's all okay. I'm saying. all right. Uh, but yeah, so that was... Thank you for admitting that one of your guilty pleasures was Sean Mendez. Yeah. I did not... I could not have guessed that. Yeah. And I hope that there aren't people that are listening to this that are going to use that against you. But, oh, most definitely that will happen. Yeah, that will pro- most likely happen. I apologize that you had, you're going to have to go through that. Um, yeah. But I think that's going to end it for this episode. This was episode 125, um, and, and we really flew through it. Uh, and that was. it was a very a uh, good episode I think it was very well done we really mm. opened up let the audience into our lives and our mm. guilty pleasures and I really enjoyed it uh, so what I'm going to do is go crack open a ale and yeah. watch Pirates of the Caribbean and I'm guessing you might listen to Shawn Mendes
1: I, I'm I'm going to listen to uh, some Shawn Mendes and probably block out whatever other people are trying to say to that's me that's
0: exactly well you have to It's, it's while it, I know. look at memes while you look at memes, you can do all three of your guilty pleasures at once. That's something that a lot of people strive for. So congratulations, DJ. Mm. That's going to do it for this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eden.
1: I am DJ Pig.
0: And you guys take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at number 2 no 0 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.
1: And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.